0: Welcome back to the Buffalo Sports Banter. I'm Ben Shoup. Alongside me is my co-host, HLC. Glad to be back. A busy week in Buffalo sports. A lot happened. A lot to get into. Um, thanks for tuning in. As always, I uh, just want to say to start it off, if you're enjoying the show, if you're really liking the podcast, like it down below, subscribe. It really helps out. Built in Buffalo helps out us. Um, and comment what you guys think of our takes. If you think we're not having good takes think we're having good takes let us know down below but um thanks for tuning in hunter how you doing i'm doing well and you nailed that
1: right on the head a lot of news buffalo specific uh mainly it's buffalo bills but a couple other things sprinkled in there too um i'm sure we can get right into that
0: yeah yeah might as well i'm just going to start off with saying just one real quick the amherst we talked about them last week the rochester americans ended up losing one nothing so it was a tough game they lost to the hershey bears that ended their season I mean, it, it was a good one. They made it to the final four. They made it to the semis. They were almost there. Um, so it, it was it was a good season. You saw a lot of prospects again making a lot of make, making some big splashes there. Uh, bef- before we get into the, the rest of the news, what do you think about just the Amherst season as a whole?
1: Yeah, I think that it was nothing to hang your hat on. If if you're a fan as well as anyone in the organization, I think uh, that from the broadcast, what I remember is that a lot of the people involved did not expect them to be uh going that far and i uh definitely from what i've heard because i mainly hear my news maybe through other sabers channels of information did not expect that as well so very uh very proud to see that what that was i know that's a one full round farther than last year um i know they lost in the eastern semis last year um and so yeah Really exciting to see uh, them go that far, and then we'll see what the deal with uh, a lot of those players are if they're going to keep them in Rochester or if they've earned the right to come to Buffalo. That'll be exciting to follow uh, in the weeks to come.
0: Yeah, and I actually, do have I wasn't I wasn't going to point this out, but um, because we're talking hockey and we're going to move on to to the other sports here, there is rumors. It's it's from some very legit people. Uh, Chad Demonicus. I, I might be butchering butchering oh, his D- last name. Oh, Demonicus. Yeah, sorry. I again every show I'm going to say it. I'm bad with last names. Um, <laughs> but if you want to follow him on Twitter, I believe it's CM Dominicus. Uh, at, at CM Dominicus, if you want to follow him, really knows his stuff, really knows the Sabres, really knows hockey. So he ended up actually tweeting out today that he expects soon because they can't officially sign until uh July 1st, but soon that there will be an announcement about Rasmus Dallin getting an extension around eight years. Um, about 80 million. So about 10, 10 million per per year, give or take might not be exact, but this is what he's expecting. So just your quick thoughts on Darlene getting that big extension. Obviously we'll talk about it when it becomes official, but what do you think just about the the rumors there?
1: Well, if that's, if that's, if that is going to be what the deal is, he absolutely deserves it. In my opinion, Um, stellar player, uh, offensive defenseman. So you can consider him a two-way player on the ice. Uh, He's earned an A already. And I know it's, about was about his fourth, fifth season, uh, yeah. it really seems like uh, sometimes you, f- you either you go either way with it. Maybe you, sometimes you feel like he's still on the younger side, maybe because of his baby face, uh, or you feel like he's been with us a while, been with the team a while, but whatever, however you feel, I think that you should. Uh, I would hope that everyone agrees that that A hit, uh, is absolutely earned and, and would hopefully maybe turn into a C one day. So I, I would highly agree with a figure like that, and I'll look forward to that if that... If there's truth to that,
0: yeah, we'll obviously get into it more when it's official. I mean, I do expect him to sign an extension. Obviously, eight eight million eight or eighty million eight years. Don't know if that's exact numbers, but that that to me, even that is lower than I thought. I thought maybe eleven and a half, eleven million per year, um, but it's looking like it's around ten. So we'll get into that more as it becomes official. But yes, huge news for the Sabers. Hopefully, it's true that Rasmus Dahlin will be signing an extension over now to the other team that shares the arena there for the for the Sabres the Buffalo Bandits phenomenal game game three for those who don't know finals in lacrosse in the, in the Nll is just three games it's best of three so it's first to two it was one one huge game end up blowing them out 13 to four I don't know were you at the game or are you you yep. were at the game. I ended up going. I ended up getting tickets literally at the last minute. Like, I wasn't going to go, and then it just popped up last minute. I know that we, we were talking about it a couple hours before the game, but I ended up getting a last-minute phenomenal game. Just unbelievable. Uh, it was a great celebration. It was loud in there. I mean, if anybody says that Buffalo can't have a third sports team, they, they they could. They're at least big sports team. I think they could. Um, but, yeah, huge win. I mean, they got their revenge on the Colorado Mammoths, and you got to see a lot of the players really celebrating first one since 2008 as their fifth overall. So, what do you think about the game? I thought it was phenomenal. It was awesome to see, um, and it was just it was a joy to be there.
1: I would absolutely agree with those statements. Uh, they it seemed like they never struggled. Uh, I mean, winning by nine that's pretty impressive to begin with. Uh, my favorite play had to be the buzzer beater, I believe to. And the first quarter, I think it was uh, first, yeah. Point two seconds left from, I believe that was Dane Smith, uh, sneaks it right in the back of the net. Um, that was really impressive because it was a stalemate for so long, one-one, and then that broke it. And I think from that point on, it was foot on the gas, ram it, jam it in, and yeah, nine-point win, um, nine-goal win, and yeah, what what an amazing. Uh, celebration! I know that must have felt really good after being on the opposite end of it for the exact same uh, essentially time place opponent uh, because it was the mammoth on the other side last year. So how about that? That's really nice to see Buffalo gets a, I mean, yeah, pro sports championship. Um, well, I'd be really interested to see. Uh, I'd like to be at the banner raising ceremony at a game next year. I think that'd be an electric atmosphere to be at. Um, and so, yeah, really happy for guys like Tohoku and Nanticoke as well. I'd seen a video, I believe, from um, ch- uh, WIVB Channel 4 that was put out previously that actually he he was brought to tears on the thought of a championship. Um, so that really warms the heart. And, yeah, so that was great to be at, and I'm very happy to see the result, be what it was.
0: Yeah, and I believe he's actually a Buffalo native, if I'm not mistaken. Um, grew up around the area. Uh, so really special for him to win one in Buffalo. I do want to talk about before we move on, Matt Vink, goal t- goalie for the for the Bandits, ended up making a it was a record low in goals in the championship game. It was four goals, which was unbelievable, had 46 saves. So out of 50 shots, only let four in. And he's actually four. I didn't know he was 40 years old. He's 40 he is. Oh, he's been in the league since 2005. <laughs> Used to play for the Colorado Mammoths. So they even got revenge there. So he, I just want to shout him out quick. I mean, he's won an MVP I'm looking at now. He's won multiple playoff awards. Uh, that's his third uh, – no, that's – well, he's had three championships for junior lacrosse. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just an unbelievable player, unbelievable game from him as well. Uh, I know everybody's talking about how they blew him out, but they wouldn't have blown him out without without that great game from Matt Vink. So wanted to shout him out real quick. Bandits. Shout out to them getting Buffalo championship. My, I mean, both of ours first that we witnessed and probably remember 2008. I don't remember them winning it. Also, I wasn't there. So we both got to witness it. It was a great game. Shout out to the bandits. Moving on. We're getting into the bills now. A lot of news to get through. First one is the one that made... Probably made Bill Twitter just go crazy all day yesterday, even not even just yesterday, Tuesday, Monday, when the rumors came out that that Josh Allen would be getting this honor. But he is officially the cover athlete. I mean, look at that. I mean, this is just phenomenal. The, the, this this cover. I mean, the, the one on the left is great. I love it that it's zoomed in on him. But the one on the right. Is just unbelievable to me. I love that they put the fans in there. That was like one of my first. I think a lot of people's first reaction. I know. I think you you said something too about it. How it's just it really just represents Buffalo Allen as a whole, just the the whole team, the whole organization. And I'm forgetting who tweeted it out because I didn't know for sure. I had mentioned something saying this is the first time I really realized fans in this. Uh, in like on the cover, but it is the first time ever that fans have been featured on the cover. So just a phenomenal uh, job there by EA. Hopefully the game is a little bit better. I mean, <laughs> I think a lot of people are hoping for that, but I know that Bills Bell's mafia is going to be eating it up, getting it. I know a bunch of people already pre-ordered it. I'm not pre-ordering it because I will be getting it in store. I will be getting it physical copy, no online copy. Um, but yeah, first ever Buffalo bill to be on the cover. He said it was a dream come true. I mean, I'm not a, I haven't been a big Madden person in the past few years, but I will be probably this year. What do you, what do you think about Madden and making Josh Allen the cover athlete?
1: Uh, it's really special. The first time a Buffalo athlete out of your two choices in, in the NHL or NFL has been on a cover in a bills uniform. Um, no better choice. I would think that's the obvious call out of who's eligible nowadays. Um, and yeah, and with the fans on there, uh, I would say that this is the team that makes the most sense to have the fans on it because I mean, I would have to put the bills at a top uh, top three fan base. I would arg- make that argument that they would hold the one spot, but I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Um, but that's really special. I, I really like to see that. Uh, my buddy actually brought up a good point. He doesn't really play Madden, but he's planning on getting a copy just to have as a collector's item. And I think I might follow suit a couple years down the line. Cause I don't really play video games as a whole myself, but I'd like to have a copy just to maybe frame it or put it in like a collector's case. So maybe once we're at like Madden 26, 27, I like to maybe pick one up um, as I'm I'm sure they'll be available because that's a really nice display piece. Even for somebody like me, that's what I would use it for. Um, So yeah, really, really awesome to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I have talked also about with some other people about, um, not only getting the game, but people have talked about making it into a poster or getting just a poster style of it. I'll probably do probably a similar thing. Um, I mean, I, I'll either go to Staples and get like a $5 poster then make it or whatever, or there's also poster burner. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that out there. If you're looking to get it made into a poster, might be one of those things where I end up getting the frame and putting it behind me or whatever because this whole thing behind me, this won't just be a flag soon. I'm hoping to make it a little bit more extravagant but um yeah i mean it's it's just awesome i mean growing up you obviously we always looked at the covers we always saw the covers and i never thought i would see a buffalo bill on there um and now it's just it now there's more players than just allen that you could see being on there for the bills right i mean you could see digs on there one day probably not they probably wouldn't do two bills within however long but um i mean they put Mahomes on it twice in three years so who knows but, yeah, it's a it's just an unbelievable thing. I mean, it's awesome to see. I never thought I'd see it. Um, and, I mean, it's just it's the perfect cover. So I'm pretty sure that's, that's as simple as we could put it. And just wanted to talk about it quick. Um, Madden24, let us know down below if you guys are getting it. What do you guys think? Um, if you guys like the cover, if you guys are going to get into a poster, let us know down below. Love to hear from you guys. Um, I would also say uh, Walker's. Curse. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we've seen, especially in the past like five, five ish, ten years, it not hasn't been as big as a curse. Like Mahomes, I think, won it the year after, won the Super Bowl a year after he was on there. Uh Brady, I think was I don't know, Brady might have been on it the year after he won. So Maybe that wasn't a. I don't know. There, there's been a couple guys. Like I know Julio Jones. I think had a record breaking year after he he was on it. Or no Megatron Calvin Johnson, not Julio Jones. Calvin Johnson. I think he. So there's been some players. Hopefully Allen's not one of them. I hope. Um, if it is, then I never I never want a Buffalo Bill on the cover again. And I think you would agree with that one. Um, <laughs> but you know it's cool. It's a cool thing to to see. Cool for Buffalo. I know everybody was freaking out yesterday. Um. So. Yeah, we'll see when it comes out. We'll see if it, what it looks like when it comes out and see how the game plays. Moving on. Another news, more news coming, into, uh, coming in today, or not today, a couple days ago, Ed Oliver getting an extension. Now, I think this, this shocked a bunch of people. I mean, this shocked me, too. I mean, I don't think it was the money that shocked me. I think it was even the fact that they just extended them, right? Um, it was a four-year, $68 million deal. If you add this year, it's basically a five-year... 78 million dollar extension um but that lowered his cap hit this year pushes some back the way being set it up is unbelievable we'll, we will probably get into that once the season gets closer the, the actual contracts um but i mean it, it's unbelievable that he signed it's good that i like that he signed my initial reaction wasn't what it is what my thoughts are now i mean he he i believe was third in pressure rate last season um and it was just it was obviously not the greatest season I've already battled some injuries I know he, I think he got actually hurt week one um so it, it was a rough year rough few years for him when it comes to living up to the expectations that he had I know a lot of people were not exactly happy with how he's been playing since he got here a lot of people said that this this was a mistake um we'll see if it's a mistake but he's it, as of right now it leaves him as the only defensive tackle under contract next season, and. He thinks and the, the team thinks that he can still improve majorly. And I want to see him now with a full season of either Daquan Jones or Puna Ford next to him. I think it will really make his job easier. So Ed Oliver getting an extension, what do you think of the the signing? Do you like it? Do you not really like it? Are you in the middle? Where are you
1: at? Uh, it definitely was a, a number that made your, made your eyes focus in on it. I guess the math brings that down to 17 million a year. Um, I'm not sure how that stacks up to maybe some comparable uh,
0: players. Uh, I, I know right now, I think it puts him in like 11th right now, 11th or 12th. But I did see some like some people saying that once other people sign like and Williams and players like that, he could be down to like 17, 16, 17. So not bad.
1: Um, yeah, that's, that's what I would... Uh, that's the one thing that stood out to me was that uh, price tag. Um, I know that he... Was for I mean going back to kind of when the season ended you you remember the conversations about uh, so you have the three big names Oliver Edmonds Poyer who's who will get who will stay who will leave um, I I definitely had Oliver staying uh, but I had the other guys reversed I had actually Poyer leaving Ed, Edmonds staying um, and so that that ends up coming true with Oliver staying um, we'll see how it works out I I'm kind of using it I mean it's definitely more than a prove it deal by all means. But I'd like to see wh- how, if this is maybe a motivator, um, how, how it'll work out in that factor. So yeah, I'm, I'm willing to see what what turns out, how it turns out with uh, the new, this new deal under his belt.
0: Yeah. And he, I mean, he, the thing is, is I think he's gotten a lot more hate than people, than, than he deserves. He's gotten a lot more hate than people, than he deserves from people. Um, I mean, yeah, he hasn't been a guy that's had, even eight sacks or seven sacks, right? But he, I mean, he had five his rookie year, and he had three, four, and two and a half. So two and a half, obviously, this year only played 13 games. That was kind of rough for him. Um, but, I mean, I, 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 the more that I've thought about it, the more that I looked at it, and the more that I obviously saw other people talking and showing what he's done, I, I'm i in the middle with it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, And I also think the fact that, you are seeing the defensive tackle market probably soon skyrocket because Chris Jones has said he wants to be a top-two paid defensive tackle in the league. I mean, Quinnen Williams, who knows what's going to go on with him. I mean, he he's going to want some hefty money. So there's going to be guys that are going to maybe even reset the whole market for defensive tackles. And in a few years, we could be looking at this Ed Oliver extension and say, hey, this was a good deal for the Bills. Uh, Brandon Bean did it again. Also, the way that it's set up is – there's not too. I believe there's not too much. The first two seasons into this contract, not too much. uh doesn't count against the cap hit too much, and then the, the last two years, I'm pretty sure, are easy outs. Not easy, but decently easy outs. So I, I, I think it was a good contract. I, I like it. Um, again, don't love it, like it, just barely like it, just because it also gives us a defensive tackle or the Bills' defensive tackle under contract. Um, so definitely shocking. We'll see how it works out. I think that maybe a full offseason getting healthy will help him. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, any any last things on Ed Oliver before we get into another signing?
1: Yeah, not much uh, other than we'll see is a great way to put it. Um, and I'm excited. Maybe we'll uh, see him on his horse. Uh, I know he was on his horse yesterday, according to his Instagram story, riding around Orchard Park. So uh, let's see him get on, on his proverbial horse on the field, and let's go make some more tackles and sacks
0: yeah yeah well we talked about one guy that got an extension on the defensive line there's another guy coming in to help the defensive line especially with von miller being hurt not knowing if he's going to play week one week two week three not knowing when he'll be back but it actually is a guy who won a super bowl with von miller in la it is leonard floyd i mean i i love this signing love it i mean the guys put up 30 or 29 sacks in the last three seasons combined. And it's been about, I think, I think it's been, I'll look it up real quick. It's been 10 and a half, nine and a half, nine last year. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, I'll take that, especially on a one year deal just to come help out. It's one year, $7 million deal up to $9 million. Base salary is 1.16 million, only 2.6 million against the cap. I mean, it, and three void years, which, for people that don't understand void years, it kind of spreads the money out for years that he's not going to play unless unless he signs an extension. But the extension can't be more than the void years is. It's a little bit confusing. We can get into it probably later on. But I mean, it. it's a great contract. It's a phenomenal contract, um, especially for a one year one year pr- Essentially rental. I mean, he's gonna be a rental. I doubt that he'd be back next year. Um, but I mean it, it really just it defensive line. It looks like they're really looking into this defensive line. They know that Vaughn's coming back, and they saw what happened when Vaughn wasn't there. That was my thing. Was they they saw what happened when Vaughn wasn't there and they said, All right, we need to make a change here. We can't just leave it with Boogie Basham, AJ Panessa, and Greg Rousseau as the guys rushing the passer on the ends. Um, and Shaq Lawson, who's more of a, more of a run stopper, but you go going to get a guy like Leonard Floyd, who even said he's going to hold the fort down until Von Miller comes back. I love the signing. I think it's perfect. What do you think of Leonard Floyd coming to Buffalo wearing number 56? I'm also
1: a big fan to see
0: him in town.
1: Uh, I know that he will likely take what could have been Shane Ray's spot. He was a bubble guy, but I'd certainly trust Floyd more than I would Shane Ray. Um, proven name in Chicago, as well as Los Angeles, Georgia Bulldog. Um, so I, I'm really a big fan. I know there was actually some discussion about uh, whether 56 should have been open as that's Daryl Talley's number. I know his wife was not very pleased to see it be an open number, but uh, that's the organization's choice. Um, so we'll see how he can represent such a, such a number on his back. And, yeah, so I'm a big fan of that. And like you said, possibly just a rental piece, but hopefully he can contribute this year. Um, he's got a championship under his belt, and I'm sure he's hungry for another one, just as his former teammate von Miller is. Um so I really like this signing.
0: And actually, as you say that, um, he did come out and say this was a rumor wasn't nobody knew if it was true, but he did come out and say it in the press conference. he did have offers that were better. Like he had more money on the table from other teams, but he said he wants to come here and he wants to win. He wants to win another Super Bowl. He's already got one. I mean, I feel like when you get to that point in your career, You've already won one you know the feeling i i think von even said it when he first maybe got here when you win a super bowl there's no other feeling like it and you want to just do it again i feel i think von might have said that but either way that's definitely true i you see it with players all the time they want to win so leonard floyd coming here two defensive two defensive line moves two different defensive line news coming this week I mean, huge Brandon beans, wheeling, dealing, making some moves. Um, but there was actually one more signing that we'll get into. Not as big as the other two signings, an extension signing. Um, but it is Cameron Dantzler, cornerback, played for Minnesota for three years, kind of battled some injuries, never played a full game or full season. So it, he's he's had a rough start to his career, didn't play that didn't play horrible for them when he played. Um, I know that there was even a headline that when he, I think it was 2020 when they got off to a hot start, it might've been 2021, um, that he was a big part of why. And it, it just said that he was using his his size a lot and using just his, his ball skills. But like I said, struggles to stay healthy. Being or McDermott loves those guys that everybody knows. He loves those guys that he can come in and he can help them, you know, Revive their career, maybe. And now this begs the question, who on earth is going to get cut in the cornerback room? It could be Dantzler. It could very well could be. He could just be a camp body to see how he does. Dane Jackson's also a conversation now. Alex Austin, the new rookie, he's also a guy that maybe might not make it now if they decided to keep Dantzler. I mean, this roster... Last year, we talked about this roster. I know I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, but last year, we talked about this roster being arguably the best ever in buffalo bills history to me this roster this year now is better than last year's that's it's simply put i don't know where you've gotten worse besides been a linebacker i think you've gotten better everywhere i think defensive line got better i think cornerback got better especially the depth safety depth i mean you got that now receivers i think you upgraded from i mean as much as i hate to say it you upgraded from isaiah mckenzie you upgraded uh, from Jake Comro, who obviously didn't play too much, but you upgraded from them. Beasley. Too. It, yeah. Beasley too. You you upgraded it. even tight end upgraded running back upgraded. I mean, offensive line, uh, every single area upgraded. And you could make an argument that they even upgraded coaching wise with Leslie Frazier, no longer being there. That's I'm going to leave that to up to other people on it to decide. I think it's not going to change too, too much, but either way, This team is the best team, at least on paper, in Buffalo Bills history. Now, will it perform that way? Who knows? No idea. But this team is should again be up there, talked about a lot as one of the favorites. And I think a lot of people are hesitant to talk about them because of what happened last year. They saw, oh, last year they got hyped up, nothing really happened, right? So it just kind of kind of made people on edge now. This team's unbelievable danceler coming in it's not a big big signing but it's an unbelievable team and unbelievable roster Brandon Bean is putting together again
1: absolutely I would agree I like to see this Dantzler signing I heard, heard the name before it was a recognizable name to me um, and so that's great to have in case of an injury I know he himself has some injury issues but if he can stay healthy uh, you would hate to see I mean uh, if you have a Trey White New Orleans example or if you have another unfortunate incident you would have somebody ready to go um, if he was healthy himself. So I I like to see this too. it. And I I don't know. Now the question to me, I would say is the question is what, which one of these signings kind of closed the door you would think on DeAndre Hopkins. Was it Floyd? Was it the Oliver extension? Was it Dansler? So uh, with that being said, I don't mind that though. It's would have been cool to have him, but um, to kind of segue into another topic here, but I realized that there were more uh, some other needs that Bean wanted to take care of. And so that's what he did.
0: Yeah. At this point, we'll talk about D real quick at this point. I, I, I think D hops out of the picture. I just, I, I think the Oliver extension opened it back up a little bit because you knew that might give the bills more money. The Leonard floor signing put it to rest for me. I mean that, and also seeing Deandre Hopkins visited the Titans after the Texans. I'm just going to ask you this simple question. Did he ever care about winning? Did he ever care? Was it ever actually about winning for him or was it about money? Because I hear people saying, well, why would he take under his market value? He just got a bunch of money for not playing for the Cardinals this season. I believe it was around 20 million just to not play for them. That's your salary for this year. I know that he wants to maybe get a long-term deal, maybe a two three-year deal like, like Odell Beckham Jr. But if you want to win, come win. But. If you want to be over in Houston again with a rookie quarterback, or in Tennessee, where God knows what their direction of their franchise is going to be the next five years, go ahead. I mean, I just I don't think it, at this point ever money was or winning was ever actually fully on his mind. At least at least the top priority. I don't think it was ever the top priority. But man, I mean, good for him. I guess he's doing pulling the JJ Watt a couple years ago. Remember that when JJ Watt was are comparing maybe coming to Buffalo. There were some rumors there. He went to Arizona and nothing. So I, that's all I'll say about D-Hop. Do you want anything, anything else to say about D-Hop?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you're going to be spending time, uh, valuable time looking into signing with those caliber of teams, it certainly is not about uh, chasing a ring because we know the Texans are nowhere near that and the Titans uh, were eliminated from the picture in the last week of the regular season. So I, I think it's he's still kind of in for that for that contract, that money, rather than a championship. And I mean, that's his choice, but he definitely would have to realize that he would not be setting himself up for the best on-field success by going to a team such as one of those.
0: Yeah, so that's, I think that's probably going to be one of the last times we talk about D-Hop um, until he either <laughs> signs with somebody or if... Maybe it opens up again, right? Maybe we don't know. We don't know what beans got under his sleeve. Maybe tomorrow they announce that he's signing here for three million bucks. Who knows? I doubt it, but who knows? Um, but there was some other stuff that happened this week. Uh, I believe it was—I believe it was Monday that this happened. Um, they officially broke ground at the stadium. I mean, you got obviously this picture. You got Roger Goodell, who, funny enough, looked like he. would Wanted to be anywhere else, but, but there, um, <laughs> he looked miserable. This picture, you can't really see too, too well. Um, but if you ever get the chance go look this picture up and zoom in on his face, he looks like he doesn't want to be there, but you got Kathy Hochul. I believe that is Poland cards, Mark Poland cards, uh, Terry Pergula, Brandon bean, uh, Sean McDermott. And I cannot tell who the other one, the last person is. Um, Oh, but- I might be
1: Ron Rakuya uh pse ceo something of that nature
0: makes sense so they got the gold shovels there broke ground officially bills are gonna be here for a while uh it's that simple they're getting this new stadium it's phenomenal looks like it's gonna be phenomenal um but i mean it was it was nice to see it nice to see actually it finally happened i know everybody was celebrating we were saying thank 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 you for staying in Buffalo saying thank you to the coolers for making it happen. And Terry Pagula, phenomenal speech, obviously mentioned the um, victims of the shooting last year in Buffalo, tragic shooting mentioned his wife, uh, Kim, who we hope can get better soon. Hopefully we can see her at a game, maybe not this year, but maybe in in the upcoming time Um, hope that she's getting better, but yeah, amazing speech that he had and, Buffalo is going to be here. So what do you think about them breaking ground officially?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really nice to see. I know I do have a couple of bones to pick with the stadium choice. Like I would have liked to see an a retractable roof because I certainly do not want a part two of last year's, there's no playoff game. I'm, I'm kind of, I've kind of, I told myself I've grown out of saying, wow, what a cool snow game. Like, I think that's going to be a, a thing of the past. I'm going to kind of treat it like that because we saw what happened, um, it hindered things. I know the game planning was another issue, but it didn't help at all. Uh, so what, I mean, if you're going to go all out like that, I know it's supposed to be modeled after uh, premier league Tottenham Hotspur stadium in which the, actually the bills will be playing in this upcoming season versus Jacksonville. So I would have liked to seen uh, that as well as the, the uh, seating capacity really do not like to see 10,000 seats being lost. Um, we, this organization is not a corporate uh, come to the game to talk business. That's not what we do here in Orchard Park. Um, so that's really unfortunate to see that amount of seats being lost. Um, but I suppose that if it it does guarantee that they won't be going anywhere. And so that's that's a nice consolation prize, I suppose. So I'll, I'll put it like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe we'll have to have a show one day where we just debate <laughs> first the basketball thing about what we were talking about last week with the Braves and Clippers about that and the Dome. Because I am – the opposite again of you there i have always been this way i think i'll always be this way is just football i love it outdoors i don't care what the weather is if we lose because of snow that's fine i i just i don't think i'll ever get i don't know i just don't think i'll ever get sick of it i mean i get why people would i fully get that i get like it's 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 cold it's it sucks sometimes but I think at the end of the day, like you said, you kind of are at the point where, yeah, it's it's not as cool anymore to be sitting in the snow. I still I think we'll we'll look at it as I don't I don't know if we'll ever see games like that, like the Patriots game a couple of years ago with the wind. I don't know if we'll ever see a game like that ever again. Um, so though that that's just the main reason for me. And I also just like being outdoors. I like being in the elements. Um I know, obviously, I, like I said, I, I see why people wouldn't like it. Um, so I would teach their own. But maybe maybe one day we'll have a, just a show about those two things. We'll just go back and forth on it. And <laughs> people can watch us argue about stuff that doesn't really doesn't really matter at the end of the day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there it is. That That's a lot of Bill's news this week. A lot of it. I mean, it's it's nice to have the stadium here. Bandits win. Nice to see the cover Madden cover coming out extension by Ed Oliver signing by uh, Leonard Floyd dance to cam dancer. Also coming in Um, next week. We'll talk about this next week because we don't want to run out of time into not too much bills connection to this yet. Dalvin cook digger at least today. Broncos and dolphins are the top two at least reported bills are going to be in there bills are going to be talked about because obviously the bills have James cook his brother. Um, he's talked about maybe wanting to play with him, but I, like we said, with same same situation with DeHop, probably don't have the money to have make it happen. We'll talk about that more next week. Do you got anything about Dalvin Cook before we get into the history, just real quick?
1: Uh, I, if I had to make a prediction, I would actually likely say Miami. Um, I think it just makes a whole lot of sense. I hope that I'd be incorrect there, but that will be my prediction. And what that does do is make it very interesting. Two times a year, brother versus brother.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going to I mean, like I said, we'll get into it probably next week Um, a little bit more, but a lot of stuff came out this week. We'll probably talk even more about, you know, look the, the stadium a little more throughout the next few weeks. Um, Talk about a little bit more about these signings as well, because we're getting to that point in the offseason where not too much is going to be happening, at least for the Bills. Sabres going to be going up. A lot of things going to be happening soon, but we'll see. We're going to get into some history. I have one this week. Don't worry. Well, I'll do mine quick, and then we'll get into your HLC's day in history. Um, But mine, Ed Oliver signed an extension. First uh, defensive tackle extension since 2015. Can you guess who that player is? Uh, I would have to go with, was it Marcel Darius? Marcel Darius. Six years, $108 million they gave him in, in 2015 didn't even make it halfway through the contract. Traded in 2017. I think I believe that was a Brandon Bean trade. Um might have been a little bit before, but either way, traded to the Jaguars for a sixth round pick. Can, this one don't know if you'll get. Can you guess who that sixth that 2018 so Josh Allen draft sixth round pick, who did that pick become? Ah uh... bounced around a little bit, went to the Steelers for a little bit. Oh, which, um he kind of oh, had God. his best years in Pittsburgh, which weren't well, that great. So that,
1: that path of teams is Miles Jack, but it's not him.
0: No. Nope. Uh, receiver. So,
1: a receiver. That would have to be uh, –
0: fill in the blank for me. Ray-Ray McLeod. Ray-Ray okay. Ray McLeod became – so Marcel Darius became Ray-Ray McLeod, obviously. I Actually, now that I think about it, I – maybe that – oh, no, that, that was a bean draft because that was an Allen draft. Um, But, yeah, Ray-Ray McLeod basically for Marcel Darius and shredding cap space. So ended up working out in the long run, I guess, um, getting rid of them, trading them. But yeah, it was its just funny to see. funny to funny to know that, what, eight years later, we're signing that Oliver to one now, and I hope it turns out better than Marcel Darius' contract. But uh, there's my history fact, um, just a small little tidbit. You know, you got your day in history, so what do you think?
1: Well, to quickly wrap that up, I'll never forget the clip of Ray McLeod at Clemson versus FCS South Carolina state, where uh, he, I believe he was about to score a kickoff return touchdown. And he did the classic. We saw Deshaun Jackson do this uh, drops the ball of four crossing the plane. Uh, and I'm sure he, that Dabo Sweeney uh, gave him an earful after that. Um, so I'll never forget that about Ray McLeod.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, now we got your day in history two weeks in a row. You've had great ones. I, I would be shocked if you have another third week that is close to the the past two. Um, but what do you got for us? Uh, so I actually have two this week and one
1: is, could be up there with a very underrated, maybe unknown trigger event perhaps, but to start it off, we will go with uh, one that I certainly was not alive for nearly, but not, I'd be the same for you, but uh, so, 1999, let's travel back 24 years ago. It is game one of the Stanley Cup finals between the Dallas Stars and the Buffalo Sabres. And it starts off the way many of us would like it to with Jason Woolley, uh, Rick Jonorette's famous shot heard round the world goal in overtime uh, to beat the Stars. And the Sabre Cup won nothing in the series. Um, so, silenced that Texas crowd. That must've been pretty cool. I'm sure our parents have interesting stories about that. Aunts, uncles, maybe if they remember watching it or even older cousins. Yeah, um, let us
0: actually, let us know down below. Yeah. If you remember that game, what you remember that game. Um, and even the rest of the series, if you want, but sorry to interrupt you there. Just want to let see. everybody know. Let us know. And I-
1: I'm going to assume we would only want to hear memories of games one through five in the series, uh, but
0: that's, that. so pretty cool
1: though, to see that the say, I actually didn't know that until today that that was game one and that had the Sabres go up one, thing. So that's pretty neat. Uh, and then secondly, uh, second of all, I was unaware of this. I'm going to kind of go right off the tweet. So got a shout out at buff sports history history spelled H S T R Y on Twitter. Uh, I really don't know if this is a group of people or one man, woman, uh non-binary but whatever uh the account running a uh, runner of this account is you ha- just give him a ton of credit so i'll kind of go right off the the tweet year so on this day in 1966 uh quick math would have that be uh so let's see here 34 plus 23 is going to be 57 if i'm not mistaken yeah. so 60
0: wait what what year was it 1966 oh i thought you said 56 i was oh. gonna say.
1: No, yes. So 57 years ago, spurred on by the New York Giants football signing of the Bills, former Bill, now Pete Gogolak, the AFL and the NFL come to an agreement on a merger. After the signing of the Bills kicker, the AFL immediately raided the NFL, forcing Rizal to come to an agreement. So you could argue that this signing forces the AFL and NFL to become one, obviously, now the NFL. Uh, That's Pretty significant to me, at least. Um, I I had no clue about that the Bills would have this much of an involvement. I know it's maybe – I'd still probably put Hank Aaron and uh, being discovered here and maybe uh, the the Gronkowski heritage line up there a little bit ahead of this, but still pretty neat to have it be – the Bills uh, have one of their players involved. Um, And so, of course, we know the first Super Bowl was 1967 Chiefs Packers. I know for a fact hate to say it, but the Bills actually were in the AFC championship game the loss of the Chiefs could have represented uh, the AFC in the first Super Bowl. It seems, to unfortunately, be a common theme with uh, AFC championship losses to Kansas City as of fairly fairly recently, the one at COVID year. But, uh, yeah, so that would be what I have for today's day in history. little dubber, double dipper. Pretty neat. I know, uh, speaking of the Stanley Cup, we have Game 3 coming up tonight, Panthers-Knights. Um, we'll see Go if the Cats can get within the game. If they win tonight, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so interesting also. So if you go back 24 years, game one is when game three is today. I'm not sure what scheduling plays into that interesting stuff, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the Dallas series for the Sabres, that's uh, started off great, as you just said. Um, <laughs> yeah. Didn't end great. But yeah, I mean, let us know down below. Seriously, let us know down below what you guys, if you guys remember that game. I'd love I'd Those are my favorites hearing old stories from people that, oh, I was at this game. I was at this game or I wasn't at this game, but I remember where I was, what I was doing. So let us know where you were, what you were doing, what your thoughts were after the game one win. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's close. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it tops. It might top the Iggy Gronkowski one. I don't know. Again, like I say, I don't know if you'll ever top that Hank Aaron one. That one's just awesome, but I mean, still awesome story. Awesome. Little, little history, history for, uh, Buffalo fans, so yeah, I mean that that's awesome and so close, I guess, to win into the first one, right? First, it was the first one you said, right? That Super Bowl that they came close to winning, yes, yep. And it was the Chiefs, right, that knocked us off again. uh yes. Mm-hmm. So that usual. Um, hopefully, this year they can beat him in the playoffs, and and the the narrative that Josh Allen can't beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, but that's something down the road. um But yeah, that's gonna do it for us. I mean, I. Phenomenal episode. Again, I love, love talking all this stuff about with you. The Bills, Bandits, Amherst. I mean, just a bunch of stuff to talk about. We'll definitely get into a little bit more of it next week. Um, like we said with Dalvin Cook, probably a little bit more uh, talk about the defensive line. But, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Any last words before we hop off?
1: A uh, quick just showing of uh, support. Great to see uh, that
0: these guys go up 2-1 last night. And we'll see what
1: trans players uh, moving forward.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean... Hopefully they can get it done. I know me and you are on the same boat there for that one. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they can get it done. Um, and go Panthers as well. Just want to put that out there. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe down below. Really helps out Built in Buffalo. Really helps out us. Um, and, yeah, just let us know what you guys think down below. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, have a great rest of your day.